you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Here and this is Rantcast number six, and I am excited today, which is uh, rare for me to be excited to be back on the bus. Yes, I am back on the bus. I will not be performing anywhere. I am just rolling through the countryside again, um, and it has been wonderful to be able to do so. You might hear in the background the, the sound of the generator, and uh, we're sitting right now in a parking lot of a, of a Walmart in Sheboygan, spelled with a C, Michigan as opposed to Sheboygan, spelled with an S, Wisconsin. We are here and on our way up to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, which is kind of interesting because today's rants, actually two of the shows took place in one in Battle Creek, Michigan, and the other was in Ann Arbor, Michigan, where my brother went to school at the University of Michigan. Where the first stop that you'll be hearing from is Peoria, Illinois, where we played at the Civic Theater. That is actually, I have a soft spot in my heart because that was the theater in which I heard for the first time that I had won the, the Grammy for uh, Star Craving Black, that album. And that was, uh, that was quite a nice bit of news. So let me just say I'm extremely lucky, and I know it, to be back on the bus because I take great comfort being able to sit on this tour bus and roll along. People always said, gee, it must be exhausting. It was never exhausting because I know this will find, you'll find this hard to believe that I found a great deal of uh, relaxation being able to sit and stare out that window as America rolled by. The first uh, place I went to as soon as I got the bus was, and this is not for points, it was just because I had not seen her in a long time. Uh, I had not seen her since February, and it was August, was to go and see my mother. She's 101, and uh, I couldn't meet her inside the uh, assisted uh, living home that she's in, but I finally had a chance to meet her outside. She uh, looked at 101. I mean, she looked at any age. She looks spectacular. Uh, She's weathering this pandemic better than I am. She's weathering it, I think, better than a lot of people I know. Maybe you need to be 101 
maybe have had to have been born pretty much close to the first one so that the second one didn't affect you. I, I don't know. If you go to my website or the Twitter feed or the Facebook, Instagram or wherever it is that you like to go when you're looking at your phone or whatever, you'll see pictures that will um, that I think uh, will provide proof of, of what I say. She, uh, she looks stunning. And the time that we spent together, the 20 minutes we had, which was really just just great. She comes and goes, Mom, and in, in some ways it's a satellite, satellite communication. Sometimes it's very good on a clear night, and sometimes it's a little cloudy, but she was really on her game, and it, it was a delight to be talking to her. And I have to say, I've, actually, I realized I've never used that word <laughs> describing uh, the time with my mother is delightful, because she usually has a few things to say, such as uh, she ended our conversation with something to the effect of, uh, you better find somebody to love you because uh, nobody does. And then she blew me a kiss. And then it was on my way, on my way down to uh, the Eastern Shore, down to uh, to visit a couple of places down there that I'd been to before. The Blackwater uh, Wildlife Refuge, which was closed. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, part of it was closed. The other part where you could kind of drive through the bus couldn't go. And the other was the the Harriet Tubman. I believe it's a museum. Uh, it's it's run by the National Park Service. A museum would be what I'd call it. It's, it's certainly... Uh, it certainly honors her name and her memory. And that if you is a really special place to visit. Also, I went on to Tillman's Island, where it was about 180 degrees, and uh, St. Michael's, where it was about 220. Um, uh, these are beautiful, beautiful spots on the Eastern Shore. But uh, I, I didn't really realize, having been there before in a car, that these are spots that you really, a bus just doesn't really work. But it allowed me time to wander through. I'll be talking about this in a lot more in the in the next episode in Rantcast number seven, and I look forward to uh, to that with you. And so for now, I leave you with Rantcast number six, Peoria, Illinois, Battle Creek, Michigan, and Ann Arbor, Michigan. I will soon be wending my way to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Isn't life strange? I do hope you enjoy these rants as much as I did reading them and delivering them. Thank you for joining me today. And we'll be back with Rantcast number seven. More to come. Hello, folks. We're coming to you tonight from Peoria, Illinois, at the uh, at the Civic at the Civic Theater, yeah. oh. the Civic Center, the theater at the Civic Center, yeah, there you go. the Civic, the Civilian Civic Theater Center Theater. <laughs> We're coming to you from the smaller space where comics go to die. <laughs> There's a much larger space where other things happen and people are joyously listening to country music tonight. <laughs> but we were joined by a hearty band of folks who were terrific, a, a great audience. But, <laughs> Peoria has always been a, a great city to play. And for, I mean, historically a great city to play. We love you. And, we, and, and I love you. Uh, but no, but you have been. I mean, historically, you know, I mean, if uh, it was the vaudeville capital of the world, it was, you know, it's the uh, everybody, you know, if it if it if it played in Peoria, then it would play anywhere, and uh, <laughs> and it was, uh, and there were theaters all over the place, and now there's this, and and eleven thousand five hundred seats. You either play in, it, it, it's either 1,800 seats or fucking a place where they have giant concerts or naval battles. <laughs> no, it's, um, Peoria is a, it's a, uh, I, it's, it's, it, you don't want to come here now. The only reason you might want to come here now is, let's say, let's say your refrigerator broke and you had a lot of meat, like about two or three hundred pounds, and you could put it on a plane and you could, you know, frost it and, you know, put it on dry ice and then you could get it here and then uh, you could put it in, a, in an insulated box outside the hotel you're at and it would fucking, it would be frozen for a long time. Uh, 
but it's it's a city that's got a really great economy. And uh, I, I got to be honest, uh, for a city with a really great economy, it, it, you wouldn't know it. <laughs> I, it's just really weird. I come here. I've always come here. I've always liked it, and we've always driven and gone. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> they. They, one of the things they've done, which has occurred in about, there's five other cities, and I wish I could really list them all, but that we're apparently, where, where it gets really fucking cold, and, but apparently the concept uh, in the winter, the, the idea that, that they, they would paint a building anything, the, the, the buildings are all brown or, or, or uglier. <laughs> There's no color. It's colorless. Literally, you look out and you go, holy fuck, holy fuck, God make me blind. They, anyone who, can, who has a paintbrush out there and 300 pounds of meat, get here. And they will see you as a hero. Go find a building and just paint some shit on the side of it. They go, holy fuck, blue. Where did you find blue? <laughs> but they don't. It's literally, there's a building that has gold on it or some fucking, but it's not really gold. It's, a, it's an off gold. It's a fucking, it's an irritating gold. It doesn't even make you want to have gold. Gold is something you go, holy fuck. I want gold, and you look at that building, and you go, that's, it's like the gold in a fucking filling is what it is. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's, there's a building, I don't even know what that building is, it's like 1,200 teeth, and they're all, it's just, I don't get it. You fucking, please, for the sake of your own sanity, fucking color up some shit. <laughs> So the folks are either here or they're next door at the Blake Shelton concert. Uh, and I will tell you right now, in the first hour of merchandise sales at the Blake Shelton concert, they probably sold more than, oh, fuck, they could have bought, it's like fucking unbelievable what they probably sold. And so the, so the reason I've told you the Blake Shelton thing is because here's the, the first one wrote, Blake Shelton people took all of the parking spots, assholes. <laughs> And that's from Todd, from Matt. I hate when they schedule a Blake Shelton concert during a Lewis Black show. <laughs> and they looked at it and went, fuck yeah, we can beat him. <laughs> and it's Thursday night, that's what's fucking spectacular. <laughs> Let's have Lewis Black and a jumbo fuck concert. This is from, uh, oh, you fucker. This is from Kenzie. This can't be real. <laughs> She's here tonight. This is the, this, you're just doing this to irritate me. Because if you're really here, th then you really should be at the other concert. <laughs> the Kardashians are awesome. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> Kim for president. That's, you're jerking my fuck chain. You gotta be jerking, I'm, what's my opinion? You know what my fucking opinion is. My opinion is silence, and, my, and you know what my opinion is? I lost 16 neurons eating, reading that. My brain literally, you're lucky I didn't have a fucking stroke while standing here. I'm a fucking leaveable. Kim Kardashian for president. The fact that you wrote that down, God may have seen that and you may be in trouble. <laughs> when you get to heaven, God's going to go, hey, hey, remember this? <laughs> yeah. Out of work, personal ball washer. Wow. <laughs> okay, stay calm. <laughs> they, no, 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 they can't hear you. Well, I yell, yeah, but it's important because this is going throughout the world. Uh, that was for you. No, I got it, but I still have to, I'm, I'm on, a, I'm, I'm, you know, we're actually doing this for free and it goes throughout the world. Uh, yeah, and I got it, it's for me, and I really appreciate that. It's not going to work out. <laughs> okay. 
you know, just so you know. I'm, I'm sorry you're out of work, and, uh, but I'm, I think you can find better work than washing my hoo-ha. So, uh, no, guys, really, we, because literally we, we do this every night, and it really is about, it's about you, but it's also about, you've, I mean, you've, the folks in the audience have written this, and it goes throughout the world, so I've got people watching all over the world, and they're watching it for free, so, so don't fuck it up. <laughs> um, so, uh, somebody, Nigel, the, the lack of young people in Lewis Black's audiences. Uh, because they're all at Blake Shelton. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. There's a few that show up. I've tried. Uh, we have, uh, I have talked to Live Nation over and over and over for four or five years about the fact that and hopefully it will come to pass fucking this year. Because every year I go, can we just do this? <laughs> but what I want to do is just to have a ticket that costs, cause is, is to have a lower price ticket for people under the age of 25. It's that simple. So eventually we'll get it done. You know, and they said, what if, what if people try to scam a ticket? I go, what are you fucking, how fucking nuts does a human being have to be to come up with a fake ID to come see me? That's an idiot. <laughs> if they did that, if that's, if they said, if they put that kind of energy into coming to see me for 25 bucks to sit in the back, then fucking let them have the fucking ticket, you idiot. <laughs> Nobody's going to be sitting in that seat anyway, you douchebag. <laughs> So this is, uh, this is from somebody called Whistleblower. This is, Dear Lewis, I would like to extend a wonderfully warm welcome to the People's Republic of Peoria. <laughs> I hope you're not needing to see the chiropractor after taking your bus in our wonderfully pristine pothole-laden roads. <laughs> I've suggested our government legalize recreational pot for pot for potholes, but so far in Illinois it has not caught on. We pay some of the highest taxes around, and although I'm not opposed to taxes, we seemingly have little to no fucking services to show for it. <laughs> shit for mental health, shit for homelessness, etc. However, even though the city has taxed everything under the sun and provides shit service, which when you really think about the quality of service provided, it's really an insult to shit to call it shit service. <laughs> the city still has such a revenue problem here that city officials have officially started to tax the rain. He's not kidding, I had three or four things people wrote in about this. They're taxing the rain, calling it a stormwater runoff fee. Wow, that makes me want to lie down. In an effort to fix the CSO combined sewer problems that we've had for 40 plus years. At what point, it's 40 years, it's 40 years, it's 40 years. So like after eight years of like shit backing up, nobody went, well, you know, maybe. <laughs> but we don't have an infrastructure problem. Are you fucking with me? As far as I can tell, the city's done little to fix the issue as we may still face EPA fines for dumping raw sewage in the river when it rains too hard. Well, yeah, I wouldn't worry about that. Not with this EPA. <laughs> as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, they may be sending you some extra tax money. Sheree, <laughs> yes, that's another thing you don't have to worry about. Raw sewage, it's just a part of the same thing. Climate stuff, raw sewage, no problem. <laughs> no problem at all, god damn it. The people in charge of the EPA, not one of them took, not one of them took a chemistry class, ever, ever! If, it weren't, if that weren't enough to fuck with your head, the city now wants to enact an additional, uh, an additional tax for EMS services for, for car accidents and house fires. Just for those? Just for car accidents and house fires? You gotta, you know, in order to not get taxed, you need to have a heart attack. That's what I would do. If you have a, if you have a car accident, immediately start pretending you had a fucking, you go, God damn it, I, well, I hide my chest, my chest. Then you won't get taxed. 
So the car accidents and house fires that we pay for are already in property taxes, so that the city can ostensibly get paid twice per call. Yet on top of that, they seem to have gutted police and fire. That's always a good move. There's currently not enough manpower per se. Wow. So for those of you who are thinking maybe of moving here, uh, <laughs> I'd wait. If only there were a system, a system where the combined population of any municipality paid a percentage of money into a pool that could be used for the general welfare. The percentage paid would be based on the assessed value of one's property and so on. But who would be the arbiter of such a system, Lewis? Who, I ask you? Who, I ask you? Fuck me! <laughs> but who would be the arbiter of such a system, Lewis? Who, I ask you? Fuck me! That was better. We'll edit it. We'll edit it. <laughs> tax after tax, and the people who make enough to afford it never seem to participate, and the problems never seem to get better. It's enough to drive one to drink. That is, until you found they've raised the package liquor tax as well. <laughs> All of this, and there's seemingly a general malaise from the public to do anything, either chucking bad policy decisions up to, well, that's just politics, or from fear of retaliation from elected officials. I'm elated to see you here again, as for a time we were concerned that parity may not play in Peoria, as some of our officials do not take kindly to be made, being made fun of, and may use the local police force to tell you so. <laughs> Is that true? Wow. 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 Explains why none of the buildings have any color. Uh, as, as someone who I believe identifies as a socialist in wanting to take care of people and as a person who has made his living poking fun and parody, especially in politics, I'd be delighted to know your thoughts on this. Uh, very truly yours, whistleblower. <laughs> no, I think this is insane, but most every city I go to has got these kind of problems that are like continuous, but that's really, the fact that the parody thing is really, I won't be staying around. <laughs> we were going to spend the night and I think I'm going to have to move on. <laughs> this is, a, I'm going to end with this because it's just, it's so well written. It's just such, it, it's such a, 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 an interesting, I, I just haven't heard this before. It comes from, uh, I don't think they're here, but this is M Michelle. And she said, it pisses me off that we are so focused on abortion and not irresponsible ejaculation. <laughs> There would be no, there would be no unwanted pregnancies if people only responsibly ejaculated. How fucking good is that? I mean, you want to teach, you know, somebody, you know, an eighth grader English. You, you fucking throw out the words responsible ejaculation. Okay? And that kid's ears are going to perk up, and all of a sudden the English language is going to mean a lot different things to that kid. Because that's just a spectacular way. Who would have ever thought to put responsible with ejaculate? It's just, it's a marvelous combination. It's so wonderful. And if it upsets you, you know what? You're a fucking asshole. You can be an irresponsible ejaculator. Yes! Yes, you can. <laughs> and not be shunned by society. The irresponsible ejaculator is the root of the problem. <laughs> it certainly is. So I, I beg of all of you, please, tonight on your way home, don't irresponsibly ejaculate. It's been a pleasure spending time with you in Peoria. Thank you. I look forward to coming back again.
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, I'm Roy. And I'm Maul. And we're the hosts of the new Roy and Maul podcast. That's right. I know you're probably listening to a podcast that you actually like right now, and we just interrupted it with an ad. That's all right. We're here. And I appreciate if you didn't hit the 15 second skip button. Listen to our show where we cover topics like music, mm-hmm. movies, yes. TV shows, which you love to binge watch. Of course. Just lifestyle stuff. And give off crazy stories about our day to day lives. Yeah. Check us out on the New Rory Mall podcast. Listen to wherever you get your podcast and let us know how you're feeling about our show. And once you're done listening to this podcast that you actually like, maybe you could check us out. This is our, uh, our first performance at the casino and uh, not our first performance in the area. We play a lot in Michigan, and uh, I have a soft spot for Michigan. Uh, I've, spent, I've spent a lot of time uh, in my youth uh, in the Upper Peninsula, which is where I learned... Um, where, well, that was where the, when people say, gee, when did you become an alcoholic? <laughs> then, it was then. That was just great. I was, I was back there in the late 60s, and uh, it was just great that they didn't really give a shit. They didn't ask for ID or anything. They, didn't, they were just thrilled that anybody was there, and they were... There was, there was somebody else to drink with, and son of a bitch, boy, a quarter, a quarter for a vodka and orange juice. I weep today, even tonight. It, it, I, I, I lie in my bed and think of that, and I weep. I weep. I weep for those days. Son of a bitch. I didn't even know if it was orange juice. Who knows? But it's, uh, it's interesting. Uh, I have a lot of friends from Michigan. Every third person, I believe, comes from Michigan. I think there's a baby factory up here. I'm fucking not kidding, fuckers. 
And I mean this. Every time I'm on a fucking plane, the person sitting next to me is like, where are you from? You know, you're just talking for a while, and they go, you know, well, Trey, I'm from uh, outside of Ann Arbor. I'm from, uh, I'm from Grand Rapids. You're just producing people en masse. <laughs> Or everybody's just fucking lying, but it's really and and one and my my brother went to the uh, University of Michigan and uh, my opening act, John Bowman, who normally would be traveling with us, but uh, is taking some time off. He went. To, he's he's big on uh, Michigan State and. Uh, You know, and uh, and I have become due to the fact that we, I have one of the shittiest football teams and one of the shittiest baseball teams that I have now adopted your shitty football team. <laughs> at, at times when my team is shitty, we will actually sit there. I watch my Washington team and and John will have on the Detroit, and we will go back and forth. And literally, it'll be the Washington will they'll intercept the pass, and then we go back to watching Detroit, and Detroit they'll run. run Right by him for 90 yards for a touchdown, and then I mean it's just unbelievable. And uh, and for a while it was really great because you had a really you know you had a great baseball team to watch, and uh, you know and um, but I, I'm 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 an Oriole fan, so I have nothing. <laughs> but uh, it's uh, it's it, it's just it's it's always a pleasure to be here. It's a, you got a you got a, a, a really terrific. It's just a great state. It really is. And, and if you've not been to Michigan, you literally can wander from area to area to area. It's really it's one of those states like the state I was born in Maryland, and there's just there's just everything is here, and there's no reason to leave except to see other shit. This is from Brent. How about the fact that the seats in this fucking arena are so small? I'm born and bred in Michigan, and, and Midwesterners are big boned. Are, are they, Brent? You mean to tell me the casino can't space out a couple of extra seats per row? Uh, no. No, Brenton, I'm sorry. But everybody bitches. I mean, if, if we were doing this in a theater somewhere, uh, I can guarantee you'd be bitching about the seats there, which would be even smaller. So, so in a sense, you won. Because these are bigger than you. you, you you've got economy premium here. <laughs> This is from Deshaun. <laughs> these are my two favorites because these are generally the, the I, just, I just haven't read these kind of bitching in a while. But this is, and, and, and you're right because it's everywhere. It's always the, the seats are too small. And why does alcohol got to be so much more expensive in the show than out in the casino? <laughs> or any show for that matter. I mean, come on, man. It's double the price. I can go get a natty daddy and put it in a water bottle at that rate. Well, yeah, yes, she can. And uh, that's the way it is. But you know, when people write this in as if I'm in charge of the alcohol. You know, boy, let's fuck them tonight, boy. What I really want to do before they come in is to really fuck them over with the alcohol prices. What do you mean you're gonna you're gonna charge the same price of the casino? Fuck them! They're coming to see me. Fuck them hard. Are you kidding? Oh, the one thing I did forget, I fucking actually something occurred today at a video poker machine. I play video poker because I'm fucking stupid. And uh, here's something that never happens. I've played video poker for about 40, 40 50 years, right? I, I, I've had never, ever had a, a straight flush. Ever. Ever a straight flush. Ever. <laughs> Billions and billions and billions, quarters, nickels, dimes, dollars, fucking shoving money in. Fucking not, uh, keep all six to the thing. I, I, I gave you five and then four, I mean, that whatever, what fuck no. <laughs> and I gotta hit it today. Yeah. 
enough. All you get is the satisfaction of fucking getting the goddamn thing. The shitty stuff pays more. Fuck you. Fuck you with your alcohol problem. I got my own fucking problem. But I did feel good for about a minute. I went, fuck, I'm a good person. Look, I got a straight flush. Oh, fucking nuts. This is from Holly. Why does, why, why, why the fuck does Jared Kushner have a security clearance? Because his father lost the president. What are you shitting me? Because that's the level of stupid we're at. God damn it. I'm pretty smart. I wouldn't give me a security clearance. They once told us, well, Kathleen Madigan and I, I can't even remember what it was when we were doing our, uh, you don't know Kathleen Madigan, great comedian. <laughs> and we were flying around, we were doing a USO tour at Christmas time and we were at some base and they said, we're gonna tell you something, but you have to, you, this, you have to keep, us, keep it a secret. <laughs> and Kathleen said, look who you're talking to. <laughs> Just like unbelievable, Jared Kushner. Uh, this is Joshua. Uh, uh, comedians often say any topic can be funny. It all depends on where the exaggeration is. Has there been any topic you won't touch or struggle the most with when writing a joke? Yep. Uh, and, it, and, it, and when I say it, it, the room, you can actually feel that every asshole in the room pucker. But I won't, I won't uh, do, you, I, I haven't figured out, the abortion, I won't do jokes about it. Not, not worth the time or the energy. Because people, um, that's good, there's only 12 who really, the rest of you, yeah, fucking go ahead. It's good. I'm in Michigan, yeah, fuck you, tell it. No, I couldn't, uh-uh, I've never figured it out. It's just not worth it. It's too many dinners where you bring up the subject and fuck you, fuck you too, fuck you, fuck him. It's not worth it. Mm -mm. So, I mean, I found a way around it. I did a little bit about how you couldn't do a joke about it, uh, which was not a joke. And um, it took me a long time to talk about, uh, about, that's why I read the thing about guns, because that's a real thing that really happened. And it's funny. And so certain things, I'm saying certain things by reading that without having to say them. So, but it, it, talking about that in general in terms of uh, making uh, humor out of that hard because people like fucking think I'm gonna take their, I mean, I did a joke, here's why. I did a joke about, uh, what was it, about, the joke was I did it on Twitter, uh, which I hate. And, uh, and I did this joke in which I said that um, it was like there, there were 200, apparently at some point that we'd hit 200 million guns in America or something. There was a gun for every American. And I said, I didn't have a gun, so that meant that somebody must have taken mine. <laughs> and the blowback I got of, you fucking son of a bitch! <laughs> You want to take my gun? No, no, it's a joke. Nobody wants to come take your gun. I'm not coming to your house today. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is from Walter. Um, this is, I'll be at your show in Battle Creek today. I'm coming in from Toronto. I'm a simple guy. Uh, when I travel internationally by air, I demand a fucking passport stamp when I enter a new country. I wasn't always this way back when I was younger, approximately 10 years ago. <laughs> I do, <laughs> okay, okay, Walter. Back when you were Wally, 
I demanded a passport stamp whenever I entered and left the country by any means. However, my demands have become a victim of infamous cost cutting. I can adapt, I can accept this disappointment, but I will not accept what is about to be revealed. The other day I was traveling back from Tucson, Arizona. Well, that's your first mistake. <laughs> As if my three-hour delayed red-eye wasn't shitty enough, I'm greeted with a slap in the face by my own government. After I frolicked off the lovely Air Canada Boeing 787-9, took a nice piss in the arrival area men's room, danced down the majestic moving walkway, and walked up to a border agent with my neatly filled out declaration form and U.S. passport, I politely asked the agent to stamp my passport. He grinned, asked me a few questions, even inquired about how my flight was. Alas, as the interview came to a close, he grabbed his wondrous stamping apparatus, smothered it in blue ink, and to my surprise, slapped the shit out of my declaration card. He then handed me both the card and my passport and told me to have a nice day. I was wondering why he didn't bother stamping my passport. This is such a, a non-promise phenomenon. <laughs> And this, you know, this is great. If this is all that ever happens to you, Walter, this is fabulous. <laughs> I was wondering why he didn't bother stamping my passport and proceeded to ask him, could you please stamp my passport? Ooh, bad mistake, Walter. <laughs> to my complete and utter surprise, he said, no! I won't stamp, I don't want to stamp your goddamn passport. We don't stamp passports in Canada anymore. We do this to save money. Stop making my job any more difficult. Next. <laughs> wow. God, you guys used to be so nice up there. To that border agent who was unwilling to stamp a goddamn passport to the government of Canada, fuck you. I'm a goddamn Canadian permanent resident and taxpayer. There it is for it's my godforsaken right to receive a passport stamp for my personal needs and desires. <laughs> but my favorite is my personal needs and desires. Even then, what the fuck? Why are you so concerned with cost-cutting to the point in which you remove the only wonderful thing about customs and immigration? Listen, you pricks, you don't need to cut costs. Your immigration fee, the one that all travelers pay when flying into another country via an airport, has been exponentially increasing over the past few years. All the while, staffing has been cut in half. Wait times are twice as long, and overall, nothing about your cumbersome process has improved. Oh, you added automatic passport controls. Why? To make your lives easier? to waste more money, to confuse the hell out of old people while you laugh your fat asses off behind your glass. Kiss my ass. If someone asks you for a passport stamp, you fucking give it to them because they will go apeshit if you do not. But to the American passport agent who stamped my passport when I entered the U.S., you rock. Thank you for being a kind and respectful individual. Mm -hmm. See, there are things we can do. We can change the world one passport at a time. This is from Brandon. Uh, I don't think Brandon is here, I'm not sure, but uh, this is fascinating. I hate when I ask someone on a dating app what they're doing in an attempt to find common interests, and they reply that they are watching Netflix. Oh, are you watching Netflix? Are you really? Wow, that is so informative. And it really enhances our introductory experience and makes me want to learn more. Fuck me running with scissors. That is not a goddamn answer. I mean, is the person literally watching the goddamn Netflix logo bounce around the fucking screen? No, say the fucking show or movie title or shut the hell up because I guarantee goddamn to you, no one is impressed by their ability to afford a subscription to a streaming media service. And people wonder how I can be this cute and stay single. Thank you, Brandon. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Battle Creek. We're coming to you live tonight from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Uh, we're at the Michigan Theater here. And we are in the uh, home of the University of Michigan. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
I have a special place in my heart for the University of Michigan. My brother uh, went to school here and uh, graduated. And uh, and that, my if my brother were alive, that would have been an applause that would have profoundly disappointed him. I'm glad he wasn't here to hear that. No, he did. He spent four years here. It was great. I, I used to come up and visit him a lot. I had a play that was produced. At, uh, uh, we did it. I was at the University of North Carolina. And um, he uh, set it up so that we did a production. I don't know if it still exists at the Ark. Uh, uh, one of my close friends, Carrie Engelberg, is a doctor here. Um, and is a professor at the, uh, at the University of Michigan's uh, medical uh, department or whatever. He says he is. I don't. I, I, I've never really seen him in action. He wears a white lab coat. He, I think he's playing one on TV. And, uh, and one another close friend of mine is uh, Rusty McGee, who was born and raised here. And, uh, and I worked with for years and wrote musicals with. So, and I also wrote a musical with my friend uh, Carrie, who then went on and became a doctor, that fuck. So, uh, so it's always good to be back here. It's, uh, and I, I, just wish, uh, I just wish you'd beat Ohio State. It hurts every time. No, it hurts me as much as it hurts you. It hurts me. It hurts. It, I'm serious. I fucking watch. I fucking put my fucking soul and heart into it because I have the University of North Carolina. Our football teams blow. Okay? So I've transferred my allegiance, all of that fucking energy to you and nothing. Um, and, but you got a, you've got a great basketball team this year. It's fun to watch. This will probably be a little longer than normally these things, so uh, because I had a really the last time I was here I had a fascinating experience in this theater. It was uh, it was a couple of months before uh, the election. The last place on earth uh, I expected any blowback uh, about talking about um, the potential presidency of. Uh, our president, the one who's now become the president. I don't say his name. And, um, no, I don't. It's, it's said enough, and I know when I say it, his ears perk up. But the last place on earth, and this is when I knew it was going to be different to perform in places, because this really, to me, was, you know, this is fucking the People's Republic here. So what's going to happen? And I'm five minutes away from finishing my act. And I have a joke, and it was one of my favorite jokes, because it's kind of a stupid joke. And I said, and I've used it for a number of people who've run for office, all sorts of people, Democrats and Republicans. And I said that if you, uh, that I, uh, if you voted uh, for Donald Trump, uh, you were going to go to hell. And, and I, and I knew this. I knew this because God told me. Now I usually, I'm not a great and gifted joke writer, but that one was dead on. And all of a sudden, sitting right here, in this right, in this right, yeah, right there, it was a couple. And the woman who looks like the woman I, I describe either as like Mrs. Butterworth or the it's actually the woman that I wished uh, my mother couldn't cook a, a Thanksgiving turkey. But if there was a woman who would make a perfect one, it was I, I, it would be her. And she said, after I finished, you're a piece of shit. And I looked and I expected to see, you know, anyone but Mrs. Butterworth and and her husband was enraged and they're in the front row and I was like what the fuck are they doing in the front fucking what how did this happen and uh, I was stunned and 
and because I'm stupid, I said, would you? Well, I hope you're okay. <laughs> if, if you were putting on a boot, that's a really cheap boot. <laughs> so, uh, so I said, I said, because I'm an idiot, I said, what did you say? Uh, rather than letting it die, because I was, it was spectacular that this woman would say it. And I wanted the audience to, to see who the fuck had said this. And she said, you're a piece of shit. Now her and her husband are standing up. And I'm like, uh, I said, well, what's, and I walk over there like a fucking moron. And I'm kind of going, you know, What's the problem? Can't we all be friends? I don't understand this. Now the audience is going, fuck you. And it's Mrs. Butterworth. You can't say fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you. Like the People's Republic really rose as one. <laughs> they were handing out muskets. It was terrifying. <laughs> then he, the husband, starts to walk toward the stage. And there was, a, there was somebody, uh, one of the security people was over there and kind of came toward him. And my tour manager, Ben and John Bowman, who's usually uh, here with me, uh, Michigan, they, they came out because this guy went and put his hand behind his back. And, a, and this is not anything I know because I'm, uh, I'm a Jew. And so... <laughs> So I look and they're coming out and I'm going, they, they think that he's going to get a gun. And I didn't know that. Good thing I didn't know that. <laughs> and then, uh, I, because I really thought he was just tucking his shirt in to look presentable. <laughs> and so they literally, it was just, it was staggering. And they kind of, uh, they, 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 he just started going they were yelling fuck you he turns around now he's giving them the finger he's going fuck you Mrs. Butterworth is yelling you're a piece of shit now they're going up the row now they're all yelling at each other and I'm going oh, please let's, please let's can we all be frank you know please <laughs> the last place on earth I thought this would happen and then I turned to the couple there was a couple with them because I, I, who must have brought them I mean, it was like a son or a daughter or something, and they, they said, uh, I said, what was that about? And they said, well, you know, they have to vote for someone. And I said, yeah, and they think that, uh, that I spoke to God? <laughs> and they'd be going to hell. Can you please tell them when you get home that uh, I, I really don't determine who goes to hell? So it, it was really, it was really good to be back. But boy, after that night, every night it was like, oh, what's going to happen tonight? We go to other places <laughs> where real shit could happen. So, um, uh, and I, and I love you. Thanks. It's nice. It's, uh, hey, Lou. Yeah. It's, it's weird. They did vote for him, and now it feels like we're in hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, maybe you are. I've got two-day free shipping. <laughs> I'm buying stuff every day. I'm just, I'm even going in. I don't even have a car, and I just go walk around and, and go into, uh, uh, and, and go into uh, gas stations. <laughs> And, and, and use their bathrooms and buy stuff. <laughs> so this is from Griffith. I'm here at your show in Ann Arbor, and the rent here is fucking abysmal. Studio apartments within a, a mile of downtown are well over 1500 a month. Um, I'm just going to tell you that's always been the deal here, as far as I know. My, my brother lived here and moved out of Alice Lloyd Hall, where he was living for two years, and then moved in with friends. You know, and he lived in a closet. <laughs> there were 12 people sharing an apartment. You should have fucking seen it. It was spectacular. It really did. It redefined everything. Holy fuck. My mother was like, you know, we, my, my parents didn't come over on a boat for you to live like this. <laughs> Uh, this is from Nathan. 
This is uh, fucking Michigan potholes. This is from Philip. You're in Michigan. What the fuck is up with these potholes? <laughs> Philip ends with their two seasons in Michigan, winter and construction. <laughs> it is kind of amazing that the, uh, yeah, but every state, because we're, but don't worry, we're going to get to that infrastructure. <laughs> no, seriously, all you got to do, you go online, you go to Amazon, and you can get two lanes done right, right off, right in front of your house. <laughs> two days. They just put it down. You go ahead. Fuck, man. It's, I don't know what's the matter with you people. Um, this is from, uh, this is BM. What are your thoughts on emotional support ducks? Uh, did something happen here with an emotional support duck? I, I know this will upset some of you, but I, generally uh, I would eat one. Yeah. And I know some of you are out there, not the duck, you're not kidding. Yes, I would. I, I've never, I, I don't know why someone would have an emotional support duck. A duck is not going to be emotionally supportive on any level. I'd get, have a, take a cow on the plane with you, fucker. Uh, this is really good. This is from Larry. Uh, this is what I love. Some professor in my department fancies herself a crusader for social justice, but has her grad students pick up her dry cleaning for her. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, this is uh, Matthews here. I am the Southern Regional Director for the Mississippi Democratic Party. Wow, that, think about that. <laughs> Where should I start? No kidding. No kidding, Matthew. Maybe the fact that we're last in everything you want to be first in, and first in everything you want to be last in. <laughs> kind of like the Trump administration. I deal with death threats, cognitive dissonance, schadenfreude, and logical fallacy arguments hourly. And that's before I even face the opposition. <laughs> a state flag rejected by the U.S. Congress in 1896. A state flag, yep, they have a temporary flag, literally with the cannon of the Army of Northern Virginia on it. God, Matthew, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled you were able to make it here. Wow, I've, I don't, that's, wow, that is just like, that's like, a, that's just like, you, that's an anxiety. That's like a prescription for anxiety. <laughs> wow. Are you on clonopin? What the, how the fuck do you do this? <laughs> you just have a big bong next to you and a fucking needle in your arm going, well, you, she, you must be just spending the day twitching. God, I fucking can't imagine this is Janet. Why are there pills for your crooked dick on primetime television commercials? <laughs> My seven-year-old daughter is about to have a complex. I didn't know that they were... That's just a... A crooked dick. <laughs> Who even knew that was... A, see what I mean about fucking drug shit on the air? What the... If you got a crooked dick, keep it to yourself, okay? <laughs> Whatever you, it's kind of stupid because every dick is crooked. Every dick's up to something. <laughs> you know, deal with the kind. The dick's got no conscience, so fuck that. Why don't you start there? That's how come it takes a left turn. <laughs> this is Mike. These are all really great guys. My wife survived the brain tumor, and there's no way I can ever win another argument. <laughs> She's had brain surgery. I have no excuse for anything I say or do. <laughs> this is Judy here in Ann Arbor. I recently divorced and thought I'd give online dating a try. Good move. That's a good move. But it's better than having your friends do it. Then you, then you really get an idea of what your friends think of you. God damn. <laughs> you go, Really? There are so many fuckers out there that are well over 300 pounds and still they have the fucking nerve to request slender, athletic, and toned only. 
Are you fucking kidding me? Well, we got, uh, uh, that's the same thing. It's what I told you earlier. All you got to do is think it, and it's the truth. <laughs> They're not 300 pounds. They're all fucking, fucking buff as could be. You know, they may not, you may not be, they may not see their penis over their stomach, you know, but they do. You know, they, you know, it should be physically impossible, but they see it, it's out there and it's trolling around. <laughs> Brad, people have started putting slashes in every goddamn thing they write now because they think it makes them look smart or something. I get work e emails asking staff to move slash park their cars for snow removal or notices that a colleague won't be at work because they have a doctor's appointment slash checkup. This is annoying slash pointless slash sticks right the fuck in my goddamn craw. This is, a, this is Carol. Too, that crooked dick one I've been waiting, I keep, it's one of the things I've put aside in my brain is that I would put my act, so thanks for sending in, this is another one. This is another one, this is, uh, hi Lewis, this is Carol, hi Lewis, what's up with that commercial, a place for mom? Yeah. Yeah, what about dad? Is he up shit creek? What the fuck do we do with them? Oh, hey, Dad, we have a place for Mom, but here's your cardboard box. <laughs> and this is Eric, who's uh, here tonight. And uh, Okay, so much for the idea of a border wall keeping out drugs. According to an article appearing in Vice.com, published yester-fucking-day, cartel was smuggling meth into Canada in Ford cars built in Mexico. This is what the police say. Police seized 180 kilograms of meth, valued at about $4 million, found in new vehicles shipped into Canada from a Mexican Ford factory. New vehicles. What the actual fuck? Imagine one slipping through customs and some poor, unsuspecting elderly couple purchases the vehicles and gets it home. And lo and behold, they find a metric fuckload of meth inside the damn tires and have a huge party at the rest home. <laughs> And another fucking thing. Any idiot out there that doesn't believe Michael Cohen needs to have their head examined closely by a licensed therapist. The dude is fucking going to jail. He has zero motivation to lie. Well, that's, that's really... Uh... And then I'm going to end with this. This came in the other day. And uh, let me just... Uh... Say it's the uh, it's the end of our week. It's been a it really has been a pleasure. Next week we're going to be uh, coming to the folks out there. We'll be if you want to watch. We'll be on the East Coast. We'll be in uh, Thursday. We're in uh, uh, New Brunswick. Friday we're in Hershey, Pennsylvania, which which you should know. They, if you've never looked at the history of Hershey, Pennsylvania, had them a guy who's really kind of an extraordinary uh, guy. The guy who basically came up with Hershey chocolate. Milton Hershey, I think, is his name, and he fucking, he's like the nicest guy. He fucking created this fucking village, and you go, holy fuck. It's, it's like every fucking person who's got over $100 million should be taken there and go, look at this, you piece of shit. Um, and then we end up in Bethlehem, uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, and uh, so this is from Beth. The first news story I saw this morning made me start rubbing my face, chanting, what the fuck? The story was about a grandma who was on a piece of ice that looked like a throne drifting out to sea. God, yeah, I know. I wish, I, I wish they'd send in the stuff. God damn it. I don't know where to find this. While in Iceland, I've been there. I, I, wouldn't, I would never have fucking done what she climbed on a, a piece of ice while her son took pictures and sent them back to his daughter. And when grandma started to float away, the granddaughter took to Twitter. She posted, lost her kingdom when she drifted out to sea. <laughs> Then it followed with no joke, a, a Coast Guard rescuer had to save her and bring her back to shore. No mention of adult protective services were contacted. What the fuck? Did they note that the son has a PhD in English, so he's good at imagery? While describing his elderly mother floating away with the tide, the family is from Texas. Maybe people from warm areas should not venture to cold places, I'm just saying. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure spending time with you.
Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me, <laughs> Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salkin. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. you know and trust is now Angie and we're so much more than just a list we still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly we can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish so remember Angie's list is now Angie and we're here to get your job done right get started at Angie.com that's A-N-G-I or download the app today you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.